bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, the NDRC unveiled a basket of policies to further propel the economy from urgent construction projects to boost net consumption, and China keeps its loan prime rate unchanged in September. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China is making all-out efforts to implement a series of stimulus packages and follow-up measures to bolster the economy. The country's top economic planner said Monday. Meng Wei, a spokesperson for the NDRC, said at a press conference that China will make a big push to expand effective investment, spur consumption, and ease enterprises' burdens. Notably, China will speed up the implementation of key projects supported by the 300 billion yuan policy bank bonds announced in mid 2022, and promote the use of the new 300 billion yuan quota in policy bank financing announced recently for infrastructure spending. She added. Meng also said that China was green and recommend projects, speed up capital investment, urge local government to seize the window and push the construction of projects as soon as possible. The country will also organize promotion activities for industry investment and cooperation to set up an exchange platform for multinationals and localities. Despite some factors brought about by the complex external environment denting the confidence of foreign investors, China's foreign investment utilization saw rapid expansion this year, Meng said. Foreign direct investment into the Chinese mainland in actual use expanded 16.4% year-on-year to 892.74 billion yuan in the first eight months of the year, data from the Ministry of Commerce showed Monday. Besides, consumption is another highlighted area where authorities are likely to mount stimulus policies. Meng said that the NDRC is accelerating the study of the launch of policies and measures to create new consumption scenarios and boost a quicker recovery. In particular, it reviewed plans for the NEFs sector, such as optimizing the policy environment to make it more favorable for development, as well as encouraging global cooperation. China will be a moderately aging society in three years, with 20% of the population aged 60 years and above, and become a severely aging society by 2035, when 400 million people are 60 years and above, accounting for 30% of the population, according to the National Health Commission or NHC on Tuesday. The NHC said China's aging problem involves a large population and is rapidly growing, in which the number and percentage in population of elderly people, the old age dependency ratio, and social dependency ratio will peak around 2050, posing great challenges to public services accessibility and the sustainability of social security system. China saw 386 new public-private partnership or PPP projects registered in the first eight months of the year. Official data showed Monday, PPP projects with a total investment of 239.9 billion yuan were added to the transport sector during the period, the largest investment volume of new projects among all sectors. In August, a total of 48 new PPP projects were added, 25 of which are related to low carbon and pollution prevention and control. Moving on to some regional highlights. 
China will expand the utility area for the digital yuan from the first four trial cities in Shenzhen in South China's Guangdong province, Suzhou in East China's Jiangsu province, Xiong'an New Area in North China's Hebei province and Chengdu in Southwest China's Sichuan province to province-wide testing and continue the push of innovation of China's recognized cryptocurrency, said the PBOC on Monday. The 2022 World Manufacturing Convention opened Tuesday in Hefei, capital city of Anhui province, highlighting the latest products, technologies and applications in the manufacturing sector. Theme creating a beautiful world with manufacturing, the four-day event features nearly 40 events including exhibitions, seminars and other activities. More than 640 enterprises are exhibiting their products at the convention and 568 projects with a total investment worth 360 7.7 billion yuan are expected to be signed during the event, according to the organizer. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future Hong Kong Chief Executive John Lee said on Tuesday the SAR government aims to make an announcement soon on its COVID-19 hotel quarantine policy for all arrivals, as the number of infections in the city is coming down. Local media reported that the announcement to scrap hotel quarantine and pre-flight PRC test requirements for incoming travellers could come as soon as this week. The Hong Kong Monetary Authority, or HKMA, the city's de facto central bank, released a position paper on Tuesday titled EHKD, charting the next steps to set up its policy stance on retail central bank digital currency, or CBDC. After two rounds of market consultation, the HKMA said it will start paving the way for possible implementation of EHKD through a three-rail approach, which will set the timeline for the launch. Next on industry and company news, over 170 million mu of the autumn crops have been harvested, completing more than 13% of the set target, according to the Ministry of Agriculture and Rural Affairs on Sunday. More than half of the autumn crops have been harvested in southwest China, and harvested crops have accounted for approximately 20% in the middle and lower reaches of the Yangtze River and southern China so far. Sinopec Zhenhai Refinery has officially obtained a biojet fuel airworthiness certificate issued by civil aviation authorities on Monday. China's first biojet fuel plant has an annual processing capacity of 100,000 tons of waste catering oil to produce more than 600 tons of biojet fuel. At full capacity, the plant can digest waste oil recovered from the city with a population of 10 million in one year, the company said. Chinese electric vehicle maker Zhejiang Leap Motor Technology is aiming to raise 1.03 billion US dollars in a Hong Kong IPO, according to regulatory filings on Tuesday. The company is selling 130.82 million shares in the deal that will be sold in the price range of 48 to 62 Hong Kong dollars each, the filing showed. Chinese group buying platform Pinduoduo plans to invest 10 billion yuan to support Chinese manufacturers in their effort to expand overseas, the Shanghai-based firm announced Monday. In the first phase, Pinduoduo will promote 100 Chinese brands overseas and support 10,000 manufacturers to directly connect to foreign markets. 
Chinese conglomerate Fosun International recently cut a stake in two listed firms. Exchange filings showed late Monday. Fosun offloaded 26.2 billion shares of New China Life Insurance for 448 million yuan on September 15, and its stakes in the insurer dropped to 4.99%. Yuan Tourist Mart said in a separate statement that a Fosun unit, which is also its controlling shareholder, reduced the 38.9 million shares of the company, or 1% of total shares, raising nearly 300 million yuan. Switching gears to financial news, the Industrial Park Theme Real Estate Investment Trust, initiated by Shanghai-based Lingang Group, was launched on Monday. This is the first public offering of REITs based on standard factory buildings in China. The REITs, issued by Guotai Junan Securities, attracted 38.4 billion yuan for participating subscription funds during the production pricing inquiry stage and its final unit subscription price of 4.12 yuan. The expected fundraising size could reach 824 million yuan with a corresponding product premium rate of nearly 13%. China's one-year loan prime rates, or LPR, and market-based benchmark lending rates came in at 3.65% unchanged from the previous month, according to the National Interbank Funding Center Tuesday. The over-five-year LPR, on which many lenders base their mortgage rates, also remained unchanged from the previous reading of 4.3%. Wrapping up with a quick look at stock markets. Chinese stocks closed high on Tuesday after Wall Street closed high on a late buying spree to pair recent losses. By the close, benchmark Shanghai Composite edged up 0.22% and the Shenzhen component went up 0.69%. The Hang Seng Index gained 1.16% as the tech index closed 1.99% higher. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.